right, this is the Jive As Alien, Tony Shava, with his co-host. Beth the Supreme Deity. Uh, co- Let's start thinking like co-UFO uh, habitat. Co-pilot? Yeah, something like that, <laughs> co-pilot. Um, just, all right, so we're going to do kind of another mishmash, but it's still, the unifying thread is, other than, I hope this isn't a hair on my microphone. Because I'm like, how would I get a hair on there, man? That's just gross. <laughs> but, Say, considering you're bald, you wonder whose it is. Yeah, whose who's follicles are these, man? <laughs> All right, why did I sound so low? Let me let me fix that. Oh, up, up, up. All right, there we go. All right, um, I thought it was last week, but it must have been like two weeks ago, three weeks ago, when we talked about like um the the year of the rat, right? Remember? When yeah, we had that, was, that was two weeks ago. Last week we did that Disney episode. Um, yeah, I have to edit like five episodes. Like I'm yeah. so behind, but. I keep forgetting I got to get the ticket done, too. <clears throat> They're probably like, sir, we stopped redeeming those. <laughs> yeah, when it became the year of the ox, you know, and it just changed like. Yeah, like <clears throat> a week ago. Yeah, yeah, yeah I thought we were cause so. Because I, I remember like, you know, we were talking about that, you know, a couple weeks ago. And then I looked on my calendar. It's like, oh, today's Chinese New Year. We barely did it. Yeah. So so that whole, this is this is perfectly indicative of, of me, of, of the Tony Shava that most people know. It's I sat there and ranted and raved, and I still had like two, three weeks to do something about it. You know, I was still in the year <laughs> of the rat. So, like, whatever your excuse of, of lack of accomplishment, that's on you, buddy. Like, it was still the year of the rat. You realize it was the year of the rat, like, better late than never, you know? <laughs> now it is too late. Yeah, now it was the year of Ox, and I don't mean nothing. And I got I to gotta wait 12 more years before my time comes <laughs> along. So, see you guys in 2032. Yeah, they're in 2032. Three, something like that 33 i'm trying to well i don't know where the cutoff was because it's gonna be <laughs> anyway um just real quick beth because look um we'll hook you up with the with the hair clips but look what i found <laughs> lily's chocolate cookies yeah, here, that, that's yours you can try them right now in case they're like weird low sugar so in case you don't like them i'll just keep them but, but and those are your hair clips oh they're yeah. beautiful she did a good job yeah my sister um the one who keeps doing things she made keeps a, doing things. Keeps doing things. I was trying. I, I was thinking ahead, and then I just like let it fall to the wayside. But she's doing hair clips now. Uh, and oh yeah, I'll, I'll name drop. I think they're still trying to figure out exactly. They might not even have posted anything, but it's gonna be the two older sisters, and maybe the younger one's gonna jump in. But it's called Icy Trinkets. It's on Instagram. I C Y underscore T R I N K E T S. Smell good. And so they're gonna start posting like um resins just basically stuff to people to, to purchase you know so they're mm-hmm. gonna start doing a little and so i'm like well that like that sounded way too hard on that cookie <laughs> and it says on the thing it says like they're very crunchy <laughs> it, well then it's, it's, it's false advertising because on there it says like not too crunchy like slightly soft or something right doesn't it say crispy delicious oh maybe i read some other cookies i could have sworn it said something like uh, but they're good they taste good well cool so then you can keep them well i mean lily's gonna know you already opened them but i mean just, just, just do <laughs> she the... won't eat cookies so it's okay she'll what? i can give her the packaging oh uh, no cookies she'll have lots of fun with the packaging don't, don't uh, trust me so what's her sweets of, of uh wait how how does she i don't know if we were mentioned to the, to the four when's her her b-day and her b-day is in june the end of june oh so i mean we're pretty close to the five year number five yeah we're in the fifth year but she doesn't really eat sweets i mean she's so rambunctious we don't dare give her many sweets because <laughs> so she might just explode. Yeah. <laughs> so really, her sweet treat is after her nap every day, she gets a cup of juice. What kind of juice? What's apple her? juice? Yeah, you know, I came around it's back to apple sweet. juice. <laughs> yeah, yeah. It's oh yeah. Well, I don't think we did on the on the show, but you you Mark and I were talking about um the the Martinelli's, huh? Remember mm-hmm. that? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Like, uh, mm-hmm. And and I think it was that same day where I was at Safe Save uh, or Walmart. But they had um, that case of the little. They look like an apple. They're like round mm, mm-hmm, glass. Mm-hmm. It's probably completely like waste, wasteful. But it's just like, like oh, it's cute, you know. I started seeing them as a kid when I was when I was growing up. I remember that. But does your sister? Um, did she make an Etsy store? Or is she just like selling them on Facebook? Just, well, that's the thing. She hasn't even really. She has her little pro, or they have their profile on Instagram. Mm. It's more like just to. to communicate with people back and forth but i mean right now it's very much like uh hey give us all your personal info and then we'll just you know it's it's <laughs> they haven't officially done i mean there's no pricing yet not, nothing nothing mm-hmm, of that so, mm-hmm. so that's why we're gonna like stack up and get as much free stuff as we can now and then once mm-hmm. they like you know start trying to sell it like well i'm not we'll double sell our stuff back yeah that's what we got to do and i'm not gonna uh, put this episode out for like another month and a half so 
we need to get on that soon. Like, kind of, yeah. yeah, before <laughs> they, by the time this comes out, it could they, be completely different. But mm-hmm. they don't like to listen to my uh, podcast all the time, so jokes on them, you know. <laughs> uh, a little coffee break. So, <laughs> so the main thing was that, and you know, I like to just throw shit out there, but that the, the bag of cookies. Mm-hmm. So, I'm glad mm-hmm. that it turned out. That was pretty cool. I just seen them yesterday, but did I even segue that? But so, the main thing of that, the tarot reading, I actually got last week. I did. I'll kind of um, summarize it, and then maybe I'll jump around because I do like that. But now let's just do it first. But so <clears throat> last week on Instagram, I found somebody. I should have really gotten her name. I'll probably put it in the notes because mm-hmm. I forgot her name. But um, I've I've followed her for like a few years, I think now. Where I found her, I can't even remember on some site, but they were showing like her artwork. Like she's mm-hmm. very uh, she's very young too. She's like early twenties, but she has this really cool um, art style. And what I liked about her, she, she talks about she's very blunt about her mental like uh, um, uh, struggles, mm-hmm. her mental health struggles, and that kind of to me how bold she was about that. Honestly, part of that is why like now I don't feel so kind of nervous talking about it, like when I talk on the show because mm-hmm. you, you know maybe it's because you get older who gives a shit, but. You have that idea, like, you have how you feel, your perception of, of you to the world, and you don't want people to sort of control that, you know what I mean? Because mm-hmm. I've dealt with that all the time where people, like, some years back, it started becoming where it was more of a, like, I wonder what people think about me, blah, blah, blah. Mm-hmm. And now it's like, I really don't give a shit what people think yeah. about me, you know? Like, yeah. uh, of course. I think everyone <clears throat> reaches that age where they're like, I really don't give a shit what people think about me anymore. <laughs> Well, and, and that'd be kind of cool to, to someday um, maybe get more info on it. But, like, because as kids, they don't give a shit. You know, they're wearing clothes backwards. Chris, if Criss Cross came out with, in their teens, they would not be wearing those backward jeans because they'd be, like, they'd be bullied beyond comprehension. Mm, yeah, if they were in normal school <laughs> and, like, normal kids that weren't in the spotlight, and they'd be put in remedial classes. Immediately, huh? It's like, it's like, you don't know how to dress yourself. Yeah, you're you're 14 years old and you know how to address yourself. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. But somewhere along the lines, like this is gonna be like a fake rant, but how you know what was that saying? Do you remember that saying like uh, uh, spare the spare the child, spoil spare, the rod, spare the rod, spoil the child? Yeah, and that means like don't hit them, right? No, that means hit them. Spare the the. If you spare the rod, you spoil the child. But so in other words, you know, discipline your kids. <laughs> I thought it was opposite because I thought mm-hmm. like if you're spoiling your child, you're like you're you're letting them get away with shit, you know. No, they're saying that if you basically if you don't discipline your kid, you're gonna have a spoiled kid. Oh, so oh, oh! So you, it's if a you continue. spare the rod, you don't use it. Yeah. You spoil your child. Oh, that that makes more sense. I'm over there beating kids, <laughs> and they're like, "What, sir? Why do you keep yelling that?" And you're over there beating up these kids. Like, I'm not beating them. I'm I'm disciplining them. <laughs> <laughs> That's funny as hell. Um. How do we get to that part? Uh, tarot reading. Yeah, we were talking about tarot readings. Uh, so that made me more open about like like my mental health, which is kind of neat because I saw like the sort of feedback she got was very... I, I started thinking about this a lot um, lately where I kind of put more emphasis in the last few months on like sort of female artists or just, just female... I don't want to say like celebrities, but just um, authors and whatever. Simply because, because of that sort of stereotype women overall women are more likely to sort of be more in touch with their feelings right with their emotions with their stereotypically yes yeah so that's why to me listening to them be open about it and it's like well why can't i be open about like you know maybe my maybe i feel like this this that whatever because it's 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 a it's a universal thought and that's what happens when, when guys generally when the when the males come out and then they start sort of like compensating for that you know mm-hmm. when it's so obvious when it's kind of like dude just stop trying to like impress everybody because you just make an ass of yourself to everybody. I don't know. Yeah, I'm... I think it's just an old, old way of thinking. To be honest, um, I mean, it was always it, it's always been you know women are emotional, men are logical. Yeah. But you know, in in the olden days, you know, Victorian days, or even you know, early nineteen hundreds, and you know, like my 1800s grandparents, to 1900s, yeah, yeah, you know, two generations it, ago, okay. it was. You know, it was socially acceptable for the men to not share their feelings at all. And if you did share your feelings, they thought you were, you know, some sort of pansy ass or something like that. You You end up in the mental hospital. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, So lobotomies do lobotomies (laughs) trip me out, man. So I think it's just a holdover of old fashioned thinking. But men, 
<laughs> this may come as a surprise to people. Men have feelings too. Yeah. They, <laughs> they have do a get heart. hurt sometimes. They yeah. do have a heart and a conscience. Well, some have a conscience, but um, some listen to the conscience. <laughs> yeah, the there you thing. go. Yeah, you gotta listen to it. But you know, so especially in the, I think mid to late nineties, when you know the whole sensitive male thing started taking off. Um, you know, it, it started to become more of a cultural revolution but it still was kind of black and white like you know the the quote-unquote sense sensitive men that you know talked about their feelings and stuff like that was still a certain type of persona what's a i'm trying to think of like a, um oh my god sorry i messed up your train of thought because i thought i had a good <laughs> pop culture like what's a pop culture sort of example about that like sort of that best personified that that idea you know what i mean just uh that comic um, movie whatever like <laughs> um there's a movie that came out i'd say late 90s early thousands i'm not completely sure hmm. it was a remake of an old movie uh bedazzled and the new the remake had brendan Fraser in it and um elizabeth oh. something Hurley. or other elizabeth Hurley. Hurley. Yeah. yeah okay um know. but you know it's the whole you know making the deal with the devil thing yeah and he <laughs> He learned that the the woman he had a crush on, you know, wanted a sensitive man instead of like you know this macho man. So he like wished to be the most emotionally sensitive man yeah. in the world. But he was just so you know crying all the time, very very effeminate. So you know, and that kind of you know in in pop culture mostly, that kind of you know. So that that was they, kinda... they take that that persona and run with it that you know if you're going to be a modern sensitive man then you're very effeminate you know you might come off as you know gay or whatever yeah you you're you're kind of a pushover mm-hmm, mm-hmm, oh you know what speaking of oh you're gonna love this segue but speaking of uh like that pop culture stereotype i was thinking of or not i was thinking of, but right now it reminded me of there's a seinfeld episode yeah <laughs> don't, don't worry rise too hard bad but there's a seinfeld episode where he's dating some uh some woman and she talks about how basically he's not in touch with his feelings. Mm-hmm. Like he's kind of like, what are you talking about? Like I get emotional, and he's like, no, you never get upset or nothing. So to prove it out, he starts going, you know, that's an outrage. And then his friends are like laughing. I'm like, <laughs> like is that a new bit? What do you work? Because he's a comedian. He's like, yeah, is yeah. that a new bit? Like what are you doing? He's like, no. And so he, he gets in touch with his feelings, but he gets into his t- in touch with feelings too much that she ends up leaving him. <laughs> and so he's sitting there like crying or whatever. Yeah, the same thing happened in that little segment of Bedazzled. She, she's she was just not attracted like, to him. Yeah, she was just like, you know, you know, you're very sweet, and I do love you but i just want a man that'll drink and curse and just you know throw me around you know something. try and get in my pants and then leave me <laughs> it's like women don't know what they want <laughs> well see and that's the thing that you know women and men both don't don't know what they want it's just mm-hmm, mm-hmm. people say women's is nuts but men are just as much nuts as women well i've said it numerous times but like I've seen way more males that are bitches than like the stereotype <laughs> of women. Honestly, I can't think of a woman that could I could just see. When I hear it's, media, the bitch woman, it's it's always one that like sort of threatening, you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Someone that, that seems like they're in charge. It's just weird. Guys are... Like I saw a meme once. It's like, oh yeah, I'm such a bitch. I stood up for myself. <laughs> yeah. And, that's one you know, one. one thing too that I've noticed growing up and... Um, as you get into the workforce too, anytime you're having a bad day as a woman, yeah. everyone says the same thing. The, she must be on her period. What, it's like you know, a woman can have a bad day without being on her damn period. You can, you're just being a jackass. Well, <laughs> if you want to get or like overall, one big thing about like women in, in politics or whatever that lame dudes like to say is like, um, oh, they'll they'll be having mood swings and they'll be like, we'll be having a war every other week. Like, what kind of dumb shit is that? Like, I don't get that logic. Yeah, it's just, but mm-hmm. but so I, I kind of turn that around and I and I picture of like uh, like okay if you want to use that logic if women you know have a bad day because of their period on average they're gonna have like twelve bad days a year like that's pretty good so <laughs> by, I mean I I don't know nothing about that but let's say on the low scale you'll have at least the minimum of twelve bad days a year like that's pretty good you got to think about it yeah you know? through every cycle you have one really bad day usually. <laughs> So, yeah, about 12 bad days a year, you know, if that was, you so, know, the limit even factor. Yeah. It, a lot of times the, the factor for a woman being a bitch is you're, you've you been jackass. 
A guy. Yeah, yeah I was going to say yeah, I was going to say that it was a guy. Yeah, so the guy was affecting it. But we have gotten really off topic here. We started out with tarot readings and we got into kind of a battle of the sexes type thing. Well, cuz th- that's the thing that like especially guys don't don't talk about it because mm-hmm. they act like it doesn't exist, but then when it blows up in their faces, then you got Freud, you know, trying to have sex mm-hmm. with his mom or whatever. So I mean, that's the opposite. Oedipus. Oedipus. Well, Freud, well, Freud tried to justify having sex with your mom. I, he, he, I think he's the one that put the name to it, the Oedipus Complex. Oh, so he basically, again, he was trying to justify having sex yeah, with your basically. mom. Yeah, basically. Uh, all right, so I did a tarot reading, and it's kind of neat because it was sort of that, um, that's the good segue, because my main, I honestly didn't really know how to start it, because she's, I don't know how long she's been doing it. She's got different decks. I, I have the very basic understanding of it, but I know... You know, I was very curious because she didn't know this part, and I didn't want to give her like more of this type of info. But mm-hmm. uh, remember when I, the lady that told me that, uh, that's kind of weird to me. I'm still bugged out about why she would just say, "Of all," she says like, "Oh, in June you're gonna find love." That's just weird. Don't give me like a, <laughs> that's too specific. If you just say something when the time's right, you'll find love. That's the BS you you're, you're used to. That's sh- in the that's an incredibly vague answer. Though. Yeah, or you might find love, you know, or like. Well, I said, you know, the true love on Flag Day, because as a Simpsons reference. Yeah, yeah. Um, <laughs> it's like she tell you, you have true find true love on Flag Day. Didn't it say like on today, and then it was Flag Day, or no, something like that. Um, Mr. Burns got a fortune cookie that Homer wrote, and communique. It said, it yeah, like some sort of communique inside of his fortune cookie, and um, it said, "You will find true love on Flag Day," and he's like, "Well, oh. today is Flag Day. Come on, Smithers, we're going womanizing." He's like, "Giddy." <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's what it was. So the fortune—I can't that's, remember. That's the one for that that gift that we used a lot, where Smithers is pinned in the corner by oh, the stripper. Oh, the stripper! Yeah. yeah. Oh, that's yeah, the that, best. That's from that episode. Ah, he's like, ah. Yeah. It's, it, it's so like harsh. It's not even like a sort of like oh, I don't I don't want to see these strippers. No, it's like terrifying. <laughs> yeah, it's like like Smithers is covering his eyes, and the girl's just thrusting her butt in his face. It's it's a funny as gift, but. <laughs> Um, well, isn't that the one, so that is that the one where he goes with the uh, snake's uh, ex or whatever? Yeah. Yeah, that's the one. All right. But anyway, back to the plot. Um, so Flag Day. So wait, is Flag Day in June? I don't know if it, I don't know. That, see, that's, I knew it was a Simpson reference. I thought maybe it, it was in June. Well, let's, we'll find out some other day. All right, it's we'll like I was looking out. at my calendar and said like next week or this past week was Mexico's Flag Day. Oh, that's... So, so it's not that, not, if, you know, that's definitely... I'm sure if we go around the world <laughs> every, yeah, every every month, every yeah. So I'll try to justify it by like, uh, um, let me see, U.S. not U.S. So, well, that's honestly that's what I thought was the joke was that Flag Day falls in June because I'd be like, oh, that's cool, man. I have no idea when Flag Day is to be honest, and never really took notice of it until that Simpsons episode. <laughs> yeah. Um, in the United States, Flag Day is celebrated on June 14. Oh. This this universe is getting really trippy, y'all. So anyway, she she told you you're going to find love in June. Hey, I just found out that my phone like predicted June 14 Flag Day. So give me a second to take that in, man. It's freaking out a little bit. <laughs> do, 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 do. Oh, yeah, Twilight Zone, The Truth Is Out There, The X-Files, Modern and He's getting the... clumped. I'm getting who? <laughs> Did you ever watch a uh, uh, is an old saturday night live bit where mike myers plays this like jewish woman she's got a talk show called coffee talk oh yeah yeah that was and she every now and then she'd get verklempt and it's like give me a moment talk amongst yourselves i'll give you a topic (laughs) (laughs) she throws out some some random thing for them to talk about while she gets her emotions under control weasels in the ballpark go Mm. and then while i just step back it's like you know the industrial revolution was neither industrial or revolution discuss something like that somebody like oh um yeah it was so industrious like you had people like uh, Nine Inch Nails and Skinny Puppy. Like, no, not Industrial Rocky Moron. Like the flipping. <laughs> anyway. So I did the tarot reading, though. Um, so I didn't want to tell her about the June thing, which now Flag Day. I even gave out the number. So I'll f- you know what? I'm going to hold off on this episode till Flag Day. Just to be like, follow <laughs> That's up. That's a long time from now. <laughs> it is not, dude. We're already in March. We're going to be in March another week. Well, next week. And we're still in February right now. Yeah, March. Uh, I, I wasn't going to date this, Blue. Um, I just delete all this. Yeah, in a couple months you can, or a couple weeks you can go get a uh, a free burger from Red Robin. <laughs> no, well, you know what? They do Veterans Day things too, but I'm too lazy to go everywhere to get get my free food. 
I need to get, eat less food. Do you, do you qualify for veterans? Yeah, discounts? I have my little. Yeah, well, it worked the one year I tried it, but honestly, mm-hmm. the, I feel like a cheap. One, I'm not disabled, and I didn't like fighting any wars, and I didn't taste no mustard gas, so it seemed like I don't deserve it, you know. But it's like. But they just check your military ID. Yeah, even but that's the thing that that bugs me. It expired like in 2016. <laughs> but I mean, technically, I'm still a veteran. But <laughs> sure, right, so, just keep telling yourself. That. Yeah, yeah. Look at me. I wear my little my little lapel. Um, so let's go back to the tarot reading. So one of the key things that really got me about the tarot reading that, um, this individual, I'm gonna, I'm gonna have her name on thing, but it was very cool how she touched on like the relationship with moms. And here's the thing. I, I still don't want to talk about it, uh, but something really kind of, uh, testing, I guess, happened with, with our mom, not, not me and Beth's mom, my mom, my sister's yeah, mom yeah. in the last two weeks or so. It's been ongoing for a few weeks, but, um, for like, Two weeks ago, I wanted to get, it was right before something, and I wanted to get a, a reading just, I don't know, just to get some kind of comfort or whatever. And uh, she didn't respond back to me then, but it was like the week after. But uh, one of the big things was that she talked about like a bond between, uh, like a real connection with mom. But it was funny because to me it was very close, except like the characters were switched because she, she made it like uh, that she realized um, she's financially, or I'm financially dependent on my mom. That I'm very like this, and everything hit except like, well, just flip the people around and you're right on point. Mm-hmm. So it, to me, that kind of it seems more one is not too vague where people like, you know, it just it, it, I liked it. Like it sounded great. It was just like just I took it more as um I'm more of dependent. Like we're dependent on each other. Like I because I around that time like I was feeling very sort of like moody and very much like you know that's my, my like I became such a little mama's boy. Like in the last mm-hmm. two weeks back, and it was kind of, well, it's not like I, now I'm a mama's boy. Like I've always been a mama's boy. I just didn't <laughs> didn't want to tell myself that, you know. Was this reading done over the phone or through text? Um, it was it was through Instagram. Like I didn't want to mm-hmm. do face to face thing, and I didn't want to like um, again, it's it's more like I wanted to give a, as you ever play that game Twenty Questions? Oh yeah. There's a little electronic game where. Oh, I never played an electronic game, but I always played it with like you know friends and my brother. Well, see, I don't know how that works, but on the electronic game, you think of of something like animal, mineral, whatever, mm-hmm. and after within twenty questions, it'll it'll figure out you know if you're thinking of a porcupine or the World War Two, whatever, and it's mm-hmm. pretty spot on. It's almost like, you know, I should play that. It'll spook me out, but it's, yeah, it's, don't play that right it, now. <laughs> yeah, and narrows no, it. No, it's just an old old kids game. You know, okay, I'm thinking of this. Yes or no questions. You get up to twenty to figure it out. But kids are assholes. So, I mean, I'm just gonna lie. You know, it's yeah. like, can you eat it? Like, well, if you're really determined, yes, you can I mean, eat you a can rubber eat shoe. Anything, whether or not you live afterwards. <laughs> you can eat a light bulb if you, you know. Is it is that advised? Obviously not. Is it part of the food pyramid? No, but you can still eat it. You know, you can eat the food pyramid if you want. It's like that scene from Clerks. He's changing a fluorescent light bulb, and this guy comes up. He's like, "Careful, you know, I had a friend in the circus who died. And he used to eat light bulbs." <laughs> He's like, and he died from eating a fluorescent light bulb. He's like, no, hit by a bus. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, it's one of those, hey, I mean, he, he wasn't lying, right? <laughs> he's like, hey, he used to eat light bulbs and he could die. Oh, no. It's like, I don't know why he made that connection. Like, he got hit by a bus. <laughs> he got hit by a bus. <laughs> yeah. What a stupid question. Why would you think he, got, he died by light bulbs? They're not poisonous. <laughs> Um, and the other, and see, I should have listened to, but the other kind of key part of the, of the tarot reading. So that one was like, it made a lot of sense to me because me, I feel like me and my mom do have that. And, and of course she's always reaching out and I've talked about it on the show too, but a lot of that came from that whole, where I feel sort of abandoned. Cause I, I have memories I've mentioned before, but like for a kindergarten, I had separation anxiety. Like mm-hmm. I used to, mm-hmm. I used to legit chase after my mom. Like she, she, you know, the first week or something, she'd sit in class. But then she'd like leave, and the teacher would have to tell me like sit here with this loser kid. I, there's no other parents around because you know mm-hmm. they're like their kids are tough. But I was like, but I was uh, stuck to my mom, you know. And I would chase, and then first grade the same thing um, because of my fear of like trying to. This is how socially awkward I am. I didn't want to like speak up or whatever, so I ended up pissing myself. Like I had to go to the bathroom, but it's like, well, I gotta go to my bathroom in my house and the same thing, you know. So, I don't know. Uh, but so I do have that connection with my mom. And so that was kind of neat. And the other one was about, I didn't even really want to touch it. It was more of my, my financial situation. That's the one that I can't, can't really recall too much. But it was more like just, uh, I don't remember that one, so I won't get on that one. But the one, of course, which was I, I tried to de-emphasize, but was my love life. Mm. 
Mm-hmm. And of, that's the thing where I wanted to tie it in. Where okay, it's in June, but I didn't want to give her like guide her. Like, hey, you know, Flag Day would be good if I knew. Yeah, that. yeah. Now yeah. I know about Flag. Yeah, Day. you don't want to give them anything to work on. Yeah. Yeah, so it's saying you know, there's lots of con artists out there. That's why I asked if it was on, on the phone or through text because you know if they're talking to you, they like to talk to you in person so they can gauge your responses and take their cues from that the the, the con artists not oh, the so it's... not the genuine things there are genuine things and there are a lot of con artists out there yeah. but they'll they'll take your responses and you know kind of alter what they say based on them well i, I don't know if that's flies in the same vein and that's what's cool or interesting where you know i, I have these uh, thoughts of like ufo's and paranormal and i got some stuff about um time vortex what was it called it's something that i barely discovered like last month and it's just fat i bought a book that's like to buy a brand new is like 500 bucks and i found it for like 90 bucks on ebay and i, and I bought it immediately because it was it was only like published one time in like the early 90s and nobody ever fought. but I, I read some stuff online and it's just fascinating where people sort of go I, let me not go ranty let me go back so terror reading <laughs> so the love life part um like again that's a different show yeah, that's a different show. Tune in next episode. But that's very interesting that, you know, I, I didn't know this, and I, of course I didn't research that, but so the more sort of um, immediate um, communication with, like, a tarot reading, the, the less sort of honest it'll be or a less sort of... Well, I'm not saying that if they talk to you in person doesn't mean that they're... Yeah, yeah it, it's, they're trying to scam you. Um, there are some, you know truly gifted people out there that can read the cards very well or just you know go from their instincts you know and be very very accurate yeah um but as far as con artists go that that's one of the things that they use like um (laughs) south park did an episode on it the biggest douche in the universe that see that's what i was gonna bring up but well see that's but he is a con artist and he does those things He, he uses those tricks the real guy, right? The real because it was yeah. based on a real person. I think they yeah. call him. Yeah, I can't yeah. remember his name, but they call him on the show. Yeah, I, I remember it, but I won't call him out. But oh. um, even though God forbid he sues us yeah. our little show <laughs> to oblivion. Yeah. Um, they brought him up on um that Penn and Teller show bullshit too. The real guy. Yeah. Oh. Well, okay. they they didn't bring him in, but they talked about him. Oh. Because okay, they're okay. they're talking they brought about, him up about you know the con artists that use you know psychic readings is. You know, well, real quick, just, just before you kind of go on to talking about it, was there is there a take on like it's, there are some real stuff out there or they were just kind of like it's complete BS? What was Penn and Teller's take on it? Their take on it was the people that are going on TV and using oh, yeah. it for fame and fortune, people that they're talking about too. Hmm. And um, yeah, there's a I can't remember her name, but she's a famous. I one think too. I just said his name. Damn it. <laughs> <laughs> well, I don't, I don't care. Well, I, I thought you did it on purpose, but here, I'll bleep it out. I'll bleep it out. <laughs> <laughs> the biggest douche in the universe they even they even said that in the episode and, but but yeah, yeah because... that's what the, like they're they're doing a filming of this one woman who you know had a room full of people that paid to be there obviously and of course she's like you know oh i see this woman around you and you know she's talking to this guy who's you know trying to make contact with his mother and she's like oh well she's very and she says just very generic you Broad. know yeah. you know things that engages his response on him it's like you know oh you know i see this woman around you and she's like totally you know she she seems like the overbearing type and he kind of like you know did this what look on his face she's like which is so out of character for her so oh, she, wow. she took her cue from his yeah. expression and twisted it around that's pretty cool when he's like um she's she has black hair like what my mother was a blonde is like but it was too dark in the room, but so the light really was off. it was dark, so maybe oh, the she light... Flicked, yeah. yeah, she flicked the light on, so, okay, she's blonde. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> so, you know, that's very cool because a lot of people take that sort of info and then just make the blanket like, oh, it's all like that. But that's kind of neat. Yeah, a lot of people take it and make it black or white. Yeah. But, um... Oh, I didn't know you knew all the, everything in the universe, guy. It's cool. Of course it's mm-hmm. guy, but, like, that's how you're able to determine that. But, yeah, um, there are, you know, there are real people out there with real gifts and they are very accurate but mm. you know i'm just saying that you know on, on the same it's as- easy to aspect use that. Of that it's easy to use it to yeah. especially if somebody's grief stricken yeah and they're just desperate for answers they want to believe yeah they want to they want to believe yeah. you know so there are a lot of con artists out there but there are also a lot of real people out there you just got to do your homework before you commit too invest, much to what invest too much yeah. into what they're saying yeah 
Well, that's what's cool about this, this person that, you know, she, she even kind of states that she's like trying to, she's offering them free. She's like, hey, just mm-hmm, message mm-hmm. me and, you know, she's doing free. And that that's a good sign too. Well, that's a cool thing that, that you mentioned how like the less they sort of need your input mm-hmm. as they're reading, the, the better it is because yeah. they, they just need basic info. Like, because this was the thing. She asked me like, what do you want to know? She didn't say like, like uh, I'm gonna tell you, you know, your blah blah blah, or like your past, present, future, or something. I don't know. Uh, this could be wrong point. I have no context on it, but she ba- and she was saying if I need any any questions or clarification, I, I'll message you or something. And she never messaged me because I kind of gave her. I think me, even though I kind of like hurried it up, I kind of questions that were not necessarily broad, but they were just you get a general feel of things because mm-hmm. that's what I wanted a general feel of things. I want to know should I like, you know keep sheltering for the rest of the year or should I like go out <laughs> should I just go blow all my money because of these headaches you know so that's kind of what I was trying to get more of a are my current feelings or thoughts are they justified I don't know I don't know how exactly how to explain it you're just looking for clarity yeah yeah, yeah. I wasn't like, Every, everything was really confusing at the time and you're just it still is but I mean <laughs> hoping for some sort of you know general Perfect. path to Perfect answer, perfect mm. little gifted bow where it's like, oh, it's all moon drops and cherry swirls. I don't know. But so real quick. So the second point about the love life was where that this is what I was I, I haven't thought to more than I would should. But it was very much about like where when it comes to relationships, you got to stop. Stop being a player, like stop mm-hmm. sort of. And that was very, very unusual because one, especially for the last year, I haven't been because the whole COVID and stuff. I haven't been like sort of thinking about like putting myself out there there's a couple people that i've talked to and like it'd be nice if someone happened it, it's very weird because i'm not like completely like against relationships but i'm not like putting that much uh emphasis on it right mm-hmm. now it doesn't run your life no no i'm, I'm not saying they're trying you, you know i'm not trying to f- like grow my hair out for them or, or getting shape for god's sakes or you know fix you know, my some wardrobe. people some people are like that some people can't not be in a relationship yeah they're for they force it, it's how they it's how they um validate themselves but and like, i know some people that are like that too oh call- as soon oh, as I, you I, know <laughs> they get out of one relationship they'll find somebody new like within a week and you know dig their nails into them and not let them go <laughs> <laughs> oh wow yeah that gets scary out there uh but yeah so that was really interesting about to me the way i interpret it more is like I, I need to stop kind of so this, this is a thing that I've talked to with you for years now where I don't know how it should approach like how do you even find out if one has interest in me right romantically a woman yeah well I mean anybody but yeah a woman for me specifically right now but and then how to sort of like approach that you know because my whole thing is like well we're getting along fine but I don't want to sit there and be like oh hey you want to go on a date and then she runs for the hills like well, okay I'll never see her again so that's why now I'm more like for years now, I always had that idea of like, you know what, I can't really be like friends with, with women. Not because like guys and girls can't be friends, but I just don't want to have friends in general, you know. <laughs> but then after a while, I was like, that's kind of a stupid thinking. And so it's almost like I had to force myself the extreme of like, oh, I'm never going to be in a relationship. So just move on with your life and make peace with that. And then I just let myself go. Because usually you wait till you're in a relationship or married to let yourself go. Like, <laughs> I'm just going to let myself go now. I don't give a fart, man. <laughs> You can tell by my body odor too. Like I just just let it go, dude. So when was the last time you washed those pants? You know what? No comment. No comment. Not because I'm I'm ashamed, but I have no context. I have no clue. <laughs> but it's hard to tell, you know, the answer to that question because each woman is different. One, I've always had these conversations with myself because I always like prepare for the questions from people. And that's almost where I feel like internally, because that, that was my biggest thing. She was going to like check my subconscious. And that's the one where like, that's one. Che- <laughs> yeah. I, I'm, see, you already know. <laughs> I'm reading my mind between four and five. That's Willie's time. That's Willie's time. Yeah. That's Tony's time. You know, don't read between four and four oh three, man. Because that's, that's where I cram in those three minutes. But, but that's kind of the part of me that's sort of. I don't know if I told her about it or who I told about it, but I've always had this sort of fascination of like, I've wanted to record myself like while I sleep. Cause I have, the, I've had, you know, where I wake up like different, like maybe like, uh, maybe it's been a while, but like upside down or something just out of place where I wonder mm-hmm. like what, what happened to me during mm-hmm. the night? But 
a, a real part of me sort of is terrified of the. Of, I I don't know. I could find myself like waking up and just sitting on my on my on the edge of my of my bed, just like talking to go. I don't know, man. It just I it's one of the, I don't want to know. It's like <laughs> just my suspicion. Like I don't want to know. So one of these days, you're just your curiosity is going to get the better of you. You're going to film know. yourself, and nothing is going to happen. It's oh. like I'm just sleeping. You know what? Now you made it worse. Yeah, now you made it worse. Now for sure, I had like a two percent chance I would do it. Now there's a zero percent chance because because <laughs> the 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 extreme is opposite, right? It's either uh, absolute nothing or absolute like nothing you want to know. Mm-hmm, <laughs> so it's just like mm-hmm. neither one's a good answer. So let's just keep it that, at that. Uh, mm-hmm. So that was kind of the the little interesting thing that I want to talk about the terror one and. It's kind of neat because you brought it up about like your mom has it. I don't know if you want to talk about it, but I should. I, 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 I just won't say your name or anything, not to blurt it out <laughs> unexpectedly. I, I keep doing it on purpose though. But, yeah, I know, but <laughs> it's kind of annoying to me because I got to write it out. That's like three times, dude. That's such a blank, like sort of. There's probably got a thousand of them a holes in this town, uh, but so like that was cool because like so. Your friend, your mom has a friend who who does tarot readings, right? Yeah, she's a psychic medium and she does tarot readings. Uh, how long has she sort of? She's, well, she's had the ability for basically her whole life, but only within the last, I'd say, 10, 15 years ago or, yeah. or so, she's had the courage to start doing something with it. Oh, cool. Because she's you know had some bad relationships made you know really messed with her self-esteem and putting herself out there but through healing and things like that she realized you know you know let's give it a shot and it turned out to really take off and and uh wait relationship give it a shot or the reading the reading okay i was doing reading for people okay and um it it started to take off and um she do it here or there she she had there's a, a store like a kind of a new age store <clears throat> in the town she lives in where she was oh, I thought tower okay no no it's like the one in tower but yeah. it's um where she lives yeah and she had a little room that she rented out in the back of that store and people could go do their readings oh, okay. and, but um she stopped doing that a while ago and um for a while she was doing it over the phone or over the internet and i don't know if she's still doing them because oh. i haven't really talked to her in a while but that's pretty cool though that she it's 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 one of those where she didn't sort of want to do something to like make money or whatever it was something like well she feels like she has this ability within her mm-hmm. and and i'm gonna assume but part of that hesitation was to get out there because of the stigma of it right or that sort of uh especially i'm gonna say she's from a smaller town than fresno yeah, it's smaller than Fresno. So smaller town, you get the smaller mindset, smaller mentality. Mm-hmm. It, it'd be more sort of, uh, it, it'd be less accepted there than like in Fresno, right? Put yeah, like the, you'd think the bigger towns, they have a more um, general understanding of, oh. you know, new age things. And um, I mean, it's not like a little pokey town, you know, with, you know, population of 1,200, you know, one, it's, one it's, it's just smaller than Fresno and Fresno's pretty big, but yeah. Um, but you know she she doesn't just bind herself to that area, especially you know with her readings over the internet and stuff yeah. like that. She talks to people from all over. So how does she? Well, I guess we're not trying to like to exploit or nothing, but that's, that's I like that idea of how she sort of keeps trying it out. It doesn't seem there's no banner. She doesn't have billboards anywhere or whatever. No, 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 no. <laughs> it's all which which really works to her toward to her credit yeah. is a lot of her advertising is word of mouth yeah that's that's the key yeah because she she doesn't really advertise anymore um she used to do like you know little um Radio like video prom- casts kind of like a chat room type thing where you know people can kind of get a sense of her abilities and then if they wanted to they can make yeah. So like a little group meeting kind of. Yeah, yeah, like a group chat, group chat. That's group chat, that's yeah. the the word I was looking for. Yeah. But she had you know a video on her, and she would answer questions and things like that, and people can decide if they wanted a full reading or not. But um, I don't think she's done anything like that in a while. Her and my mom, they're like best friends. They're like you know me and my best friend, you know her and my mom are like that. Yeah. And I'm not just saying it because she's my mom's best friend. If she, oh yeah. If, if I didn't you know believe in her abilities i wouldn't have said anything oh but 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 you mentioned you've never had her read for you right? i've never had her read for me yeah but 
she has done things for me. Oh man, just keep it mysterious. <laughs> I might more mysterious. I might get well, it. For example, the, no, um, no, 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 it's it's okay. <laughs> I just don't want to give it. All I just popped the microphone. Boop, yeah. boop. But um, <laughs> well, for example, you know, just real quick, um, she, um, my my mom's mother-in-law, my stepdad's mom, uh, does readings with her quite often, and uh, she gets read by her. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, okay over yeah. the phone. Okay. Okay. And because she lives up north, but um. She was doing a reading for for my stepdad's mom, and this was <clears throat> excuse me, this was right after I had my first pregnancy, which ended in miscarriage, and so she's doing a reading for my, um, for my my stepdad's mom, and like you know she had this voice right by her head that kept interrupting, and she had to stop her reading with. My stepdad's mom's like, what? <laughs> you know, kind of things like, what? Yeah. It turned out to be my grandpa. Oh. And said, tell Beth her baby's with me. Oh, wow. And it's like, I'm going to start crying. Sorry. Yeah. <laughs> well, this was unexpected. Yeah. yeah. And so my mom's like, wrote, you know. Um, so you weren't even you in You know, there. my stepdad's mom said, yeah. you know, this happened during a reading. Mm. I'm not sure if I want to tell you or not. And I was like, well, tell me, you know, <laughs> if. Yeah. You know, and if so if she, it's my name, yeah, yeah. yeah. It's like, you know, so she told me and of course I started crying and all that stuff. But yeah. um so it's like little things like that. Like I'd never actually gone to her for a reading, but it's like, you know, she has these little things that, you know, she tie in. Well, I'm gonna I'm really stepping out of my own kind of boundary or my own sort of knowledge base, but from what I get you know, when it comes to like reading and stuff like that, it's like they're all the, they're very good at sort of interpreting, you know, forces in the universe, kind mm-hmm. of whether mm-hmm. spirits, i.e., grandpa, mm-hmm. or it's like intuition, kind of like they're more in tune yeah. with it. Yeah. Uh, well, to be honest, um, being in touch with, <coughs> sorry, I got a lump in my throat. Yeah. Eat that cookie. Yeah, it is from the cookie. <laughs> you know what? It's a dry ass cookie. It was a dry, it's delicious. It's dry delicious, ass cookie. But, yeah. Um, yeah. Um, no coffee. Where was I going with this? I can't remember. Um, yeah. What so was I saying? <laughs> you said lump in my throat. So it's your your grandpa. Oh yeah 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 yeah. Because yeah. um, you know all all my life I've been you know interested in the paranormal and things like yeah. that and the um, truth is out there. There's, all the all the different you know aspects that don't fit into the black you know, and white. The yeah the black and white. Yeah. Um religious world that i was brought up in oh yeah right 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 so like you know I, you know i've always found ghosts and out-of-body experiences and things like that and i've had experiences as a child that yeah, no big you deal. know you yeah. know spirits validate them you always keep them in the back of my mind yeah. and realize that you know <clears throat> everything doesn't always line up with what they tell you in church so yeah when yeah. i when me and my mom left the church that's when i really started exploring them more mm. um but your intuition is it's kind of like um, building a muscle. Everyone has it, and there are ways you can, like through meditation or just, you know, studying it and looking like, for ways to... Like heighten it. You're yeah, heightening you, it. you yeah. can build that muscle and, yeah. you know, be able to tap into a little bit more. Yeah, true, yeah. Same, same with your, your psychic self. I mean, some people, you know, are super, super psychic. You know, they you know, like the mediums and things like that, they can see things that a lot of people don't, but yeah. um, your psychic, you, everyone's got a little bit of, you know, psychic S- part of sense. their brain. Yeah. Sense. Sense. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. And you know, like your intuition, it's something you can study and build and well, work to, on. To be frank, I've been practicing, I've been attempting telekinesis for like 10 years. <laughs> yeah, I, I swear to God, dude, I, I'm like, lift <laughs> that, that is a damn Jedi mind trick never works. <laughs> Well, it's it's like, mm, I'm sitting remote. there. Yeah, like uh, might as well be in China. <laughs> it might know. as well be in China. Um, well, that's, no, that's very cool, though, Beth. That's kind of very surprising. I'm, I'm upset that you took over. You kind of like stole I my show. I told you stole, stole my your thunder. Show. You stole my I'm thunder. Sorry. No, no, that's very, <laughs> that's very cool. Though. Like I like that whole con. It, it's sort of. I've always had this sort of broad idea of it, but one. You know, you don't have people in your circle that are sort of open to that, you know. And I'm not even saying, like, I completely believe it or I completely disbelieve it. I think it's, like, I think you everything. Gotta, I think you got to just take it, you know, as it comes. Yeah. You know, um, you know, some people, you know, are brought up 
certain ways to where they absolutely don't believe it. And, yeah. Um, but, you know, like me, when you've had the experiences you've had. More than one. Not like one. More like, than oh, it's one. A not not yeah. just not just the one that I, I talked about. Yeah. There, there are many. Yeah, yeah. Um, when you Tune have in the, next yeah. episode for five more. <laughs> when you've had the experiences you've had, you can't, you know, you, you, you can't say things, it doesn't happen. There's certain know? there's certain things that you can't explain with your knowledge, which are yeah. which are earth knowledge or whatever. I mean, there's so many times where I just give up and I just say, "It is what it is." Yeah. I hate that phrase, but it is. What oh, it is. I know. <laughs> but you know, like my the my mom's friend, the one I was talking about, her and my mom formed a um, paranormal investigating group in the the town where they used to live. Oh, me. And um, I forgot to mention that. Yeah, yeah and. You know, a lot of people say ghosts don't exist or so, stuff like that. And, and But when you've had those experiences, <laughs> you don't say ghosts exist. But, you know, especially with legit paranormal investigators, not the stupid ones you see on TV. How, yeah. How do you separate them? That's yeah, my thing. It, it's like, well. Are they making we always, money? We yeah, always yeah. used to say, you know, the, the show Storage Wars was bullshit. Because, oh, yeah, yeah Cause it's, it's not storage. nearly as interesting as they make it out to seem on Storage Wars. Well, it's the same thing with paranormal investigating. Yeah. They have to have something that they can put on the TV a gimmick, to, uh, to make you know make people want to watch. Gotta have a hook. Yeah. But to be honest, most of the time, paranormal investigating is just going somewhere and waiting for something to happen. Sitting and a lot around. of times it doesn't. <laughs> yeah. oh, Every now and then things do happen. Yeah. But for the most of the time, it's just, you know, going somewhere and waiting for something to happen you gotta figure so much of that none none of that is very like a lot of those shows none of that is sort of like in real time right so a lot of that is like just editing you know it's like yeah or just you know acting oh yeah yeah like i used to watch this show um oh god i can't even remember the name of it but when i was a teenager i don't want to block it out (laughs) it's okay i can't even remember the name of it but you know they're you know these group of investigators go to these haunted sites and you know try and make contact whatever um and the the cameras are always on the presenters, you know, the people that are going there doing things. And of course, yeah. they always go, oh, "What was that?" And of course, the camera turns around, it's like, "Oh, it's gone." Yeah. It's like, oh, that's right. I it, it's so it. stupid. Yeah. It's like, like yeah, there was so something there. I'm, I'm gonna use that for the movie because oh, you know what? I am gonna use that for the movie because that's for like mm-hmm. for Lily when it's like, mm-hmm. oh, she's right there, and then it's like, oh, she ran off. <laughs> Spoiler alert. Yeah, that is what I was. Gonna do. I was already gonna do that. So, but you know. um, that's crazy though. I, I didn't mm-hmm. never caught that though. But you know, um, believing in you know things like that that have happened, you know, you know that's one thing. But another thing to point out that's really important is, mm-hmm. especially in paranormal investigating. Yeah. We kind of taken you know tarot and kind of went off into this whole paranormal. Well, thing, to me, but, it's like um, the, the unexplainable kind of you know. Yeah. That's I like that. But um, I give you that book. Uh, what is it? Into the unknown. Yeah, into the unknown, which looks really interesting. I'll yeah. tell you that. So you could but, steal um, it for a week. But something that's important, especially with paranormal investigating, yeah. is it's important to believe, but it's also important to be skeptical. Yeah. Right. 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 You know. You know, if some little thing happens, you can't just jump onto it and it's say, paranormal. "Oh, it must have been paranormal." You have yeah. to look at it from all angles first. And try and disprove it. And when you can't disprove it, that's when you bring into, you know, the paranormal stuff. Well, there's a, you know, part of many of my thousand philosophies, but there's one idea that I have where, um, I forgot where I heard, heard it somewhere too, but it says like, if you, if ever you see a hoof print in the sand, your immediate thought should be horses. Yeah. Not zebras. Cause people <laughs> were like, wow, there must be zebras. Like, no, the obvious answer, it, I believe it's, it's like mm-hmm. Occam's razor mm-hmm. too. That's the sort of idea where like, the the real answer is more than likely the obvious answer. Mm-hmm. But yeah, mm-hmm. you see hoof prints, and you're like, whoa, zebras. Like, yeah, you wish it was zebras, but 99% <laughs> of the time it's right. going to be horses. So exactly. that's kind of a, the idea. And so that's neat, though, how you apply the You the have critical to have critical thinking. thinking. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You can't just yeah. say like, uh, oh, I like the paranormal, so everything's paranormal. You know? mm-hmm. And there was an, uh, another show I can't remember the name of, um, Good, the Paranormal it, Investigating Thing. They went to a place where I want to go, which is, you know, one of the most, most haunted, haunted places, places yeah. in California. Is the uh, the Queen Mary. I've been there, yep. You've been there? Yeah, I've been oh, there. Oh, I want to go there. I want to stay nice there so bad. Run. But, um, but they're uh, investigating at the Queen Mary. and yeah. Was it the same show? Just... It was a different show. Okay. Yeah. Um, but they set up cameras in this room where people, a lot of people had said they've had activity. Yeah. And um, what they found out was the employees of the 
Queen Mary, Mary tampered with their film. Oh. They were or tampered with their their video. Um, oh, so they left the cameras and, and left. Yeah, they they put the cameras on. They were rolling and they left. Oh, okay, but they're okay. okay. able to find out later because they were watching the video. Yeah, and it was pointed at a bed, and the bed just kind of like unmade itself or made oh, it wow. seem like it unmade itself. That, but when yeah. they found they reviewed the. Um, you know, they like, oh, cool, you know, it's, yeah. it's so cool. But at, the more they looked at it, they're like, right before it happened, there's a little knock on the camera. Hmm. And so, like, they're able to realize that that was somebody pressing the pause button. And then, when, and then they went behind the bed and they grabbed the, they, they can just it. see the top of a hand pulling the covers down. Oh. So, oh, they were pissed. They they went to the manager of the um, the Queen Mary and like, they read him the right act for it. <laughs> See, so now I'm kind of more curious. Like, I wonder why the employees did that. Or I wonder if the whole ship or was if in the on man- it. Or the manager wanted to do it yeah. because it's a good... Se- uh, publicity. It's good publicity. publicity. Yeah. A lot of people go to the Queen Mary just because, because it's haunted. haunted. Or it's supposedly haunted. Yeah. yeah. So, you know, that that's why they went to the manager and ripped him a new one but <laughs> well once we start profiting off the show we'll do like a road trip to the queen mary but I, what i want to do is like it's one of my like lifelong dreams is like to take my mom and do a haunted tour of america just go to all oh, the like yeah. you know really have you know places that are you know supposed to be like the mo- most haunted uh, of the area you know because remember how we talked about like the wild west like ghost mm-hmm, towns mm-hmm. i love the idea of ghost towns yeah ghost towns um a lot of plantations in the south. There's one down in San Diego, I think, that I've read that's pretty. They have in the gallows still. Yeah, there yeah, yeah. Um, my mom went. I think it was in San Diego. Yeah. They oh, she they went, went to there it? recently. They she stayed at some hotel that was like really, really haunted, Ooh. and they stayed in the room where they, you know, people have had a lot of um, activity. Oh. <laughs> but it's me and my mom both. We it's our normal practice that anytime we stay at a hotel because people are just inconsiderate assholes mm. we always wear earplugs oh wow so she was like af- the next day after she stayed there it's like you know did you see or hear anything she's like no but i had my earplugs in so. oh yeah she was like i just didn't... <laughs> i was asleep yeah <laughs> nothing woke me up so that's when you film it and that's when you see like her levitating and stuff mm-hmm. that's when you mm-hmm. do like what i want to do uh Oh, now I definitely want to record. Now that all this talk, and I definitely would never record myself because I'd be too, too <laughs> yeah. terrified. Okay, we put the nail in that coffin. Yeah, that, that. <laughs> so write that off, people. I will never record myself sleeping. I mean, I'm I'm not stopping anybody from recording me from sleeping, but I mean, um, maybe discuss that with me first. Don't just do <laughs> it just because. That's really cool, though. So that was, that was kind of my, my sort of follow-up question where if your mom sort of has where she's kind of tuned in more. Oh, just real quick, tie back into my tarot reading. So like I said, where she was, she's young. She's trying to. I think like she's tuning in her her radio. Mm-hmm. So that's what she's, it sounds more. She's working her muscle. Yeah, yeah, exactly. There you go. So she's that, not. That's a good way of saying it. Yeah, yeah. and so like that's why I thought it was pretty cool the, the way she did it. Um, but now that's really interesting. What you know about your mom? We're gonna have to do more paranormal stuff because I've I've had periods where I, I get really deep into it and then I just kind of back mm-hmm. off just because like psychiatric hospitals have always fascinated me. Like those uh. Mental health. Yeah, yeah, asylums and things like that. Yeah, my mom. Um, shortly after they tore it down, my mom went to a séance where at the site of the Wolf Manor in Clovis. I gotta read more about it. I've I've know very little of it. The the owner of it was a jackass, Hmm. and he he kind of did the same thing we talked about with the Queen Mary. He really wanted to. Oh, he rigged it. Yeah, yeah. He he did some rigging, but Uh, he didn't need to. That's the thing. Is it was a very saturated. Energy. spiritual place yeah. yeah um because of the nature of the asylum and whatnot yeah and but you know there's a couple times where a medium or one medium that my mom a, di- a different medium my mom is friends with oh, okay. um went there to you know um i think she was ushering they're, they're about to turn tear down the asylum so she was ushering the spirits from the asylum into the house and um oh how's it connected like what's the house there's the house in the front and behind it was this long building yeah and it was an asylum like back in the 1800s like it wasn't very big yeah but you know for the time period you know that's what it was yeah um so she was ushering the spirits from the asylum into the house because they were about to tear down the asylum Hmm. and um the lights kept turning on and off she thought that was weird so she like poked around and found out that the owner of the house had rigged the lights up to one of, you know, those, um, 
those switches where you can time it. Like if you're going out of town, yeah. you can turn the lights on. It was one of those. And oh, she she ripped him a new one for that. <laughs> see, see, I wonder if that like it interferes with them because they're trying. It does. To, it like yeah. it takes something that they're that's not very widely accepted yeah. and easily debunked or you know eas- easily oh, it discredited it yeah. dis- yes yeah, exactly yeah, it discredits yeah. them so point. it takes a genuine gift that they have and discredits it yeah. because they's like oh well that wasn't right because you know he hooked this thing up yeah it's you know? the, it's, she could do like a thousand like instances where you know she's using her actual ability but mm-hmm. then that one time we're like oh it's yeah. fraud and then it's, it's all, all out like, the window so, yeah it, yeah oh yeah I, I've, I've read before that's, that's why paranormal investigators and mediums take things like that really seriously yeah because it's it's an uphill battle to try to yeah, like exactly yeah. yeah that's that's really cool because i remember reading about yeah stories about like frauds and stuff where they would do stuff in a dark room and then you know they'd be holding hands or something and then they, they'd have the ability to like take their foot out of their shoe and, and ring a bell or something, you know, and be like, yeah. yeah or, you know, like start shaking the table or, or yeah. something like that. Yeah. But, um, but back to my story, um, my mom went to a seance right after they tore down the house because the city of Clovis was just kind of against this guy because of the nature of the house. And how long every- of a period, like after they tore the asylum down to they tore the house down? It was a few years. Okay, so it did last. Yeah, yeah, because they they tore the asylum down. They always had a haunted house through there during the Halloween season. Oh, okay. And um, like I went to it when I was a teenager, but a few years later they tore the asylum down. You know, for the whole, you know, (laughs) get them where they could. It wasn't up to code. Yeah. So either bring it up to code or we're gonna tear it down. So they tore it down, and of course the city of Clovis still had you know there are pitchforks about him because the house was still there yeah he wasn't running the haunted house anymore through it you know but you know they was... they didn't like the reputation oh okay so the city of clovis like forced them out kind of ba- basically they gave him a very strict set of circumstances he had to meet within a very short time <laughs> yeah and so he couldn't do it so the, they tore the house down but um let's say a few months after they tore it down, my mom went to a seance and got invited by one of her um, medium friends to go do a seance there. And um, it was some pretty intense shit. <laughs> well, I mean, you got that concentration of energy where everybody's mm-hmm. like, yeah. There there were so many. It, it was sad. It was really sad because there were so many lost souls. Yeah, wandering souls. Yeah, and, they, yeah. they had no idea what happened. Oh, oh, because she didn't do the, the transfer no, thing. No, yeah, they, that's right. Yeah. They, well... I think a medium went in there and tried to get as many as she could to cross over. Yeah. But the there were some that were just either too scared or... Very reluctant, yeah. Or just, you know, wanted nothing to do with it. Yeah, but, mm. you know, there were so many lost souls there that were just kind of like, what happened? Where's our house? You yeah. Know? So, that, and that's wow. something that um, kind of a reoccurring theme I've read in different books about the paranormal and things like that is a lot of times ghosts don't know they're dead yeah that's a common so like yeah yeah, so you you don't think you're dead and all of a sudden the house you're living with in is gone yeah and you don't know what to do so it's just really sad i'm sure we don't know how they interpret like time or whatever you know that'd be interesting like time isn't really a thing that exists yeah Yeah, there's no day and night to them they're just kind Mm -hmm. of so it's not like I've been here hundreds of years and I haven't died. It's like they're still kind of like in the moment of when death happened. They're, they're like walk to the store or mm-hmm. whatever. And they're like, yeah, that, that's very interesting. That's that's the kind of stuff that fascinates me. Yeah, me too. Whoa. Mm-hmm. Well, that's a very cool yeah. tone we took this <laughs> Yeah, episode. we kind of, you know, went off on a rant though. No, we <laughs> did it, man, because it was paranormal stuff. So I like it. Yeah. Um, my, my oldest sister's not going to listen to this at all. She already oh, knows. Yeah. Yeah, she's not Sorry. even like, damn prude. <laughs> so she can't listen to this. I'll tell you about the time that she shit herself. Uh, it was a fifth grade <laughs> bus trip. I'm just kidding. I made all that up. She's not going to hear this anyway. My other sisters will tell her. Um, <laughs> <laughs> hey, hey, remember that time you, <laughs> remember that time you shit the... yourself on the bus? We talked about it on this podcast. <laughs> oh. Dang, I had another question, but my ranting kind of threw me off. So mm. let's just end it there, man. That was a very cool episode. So we're going to do, uh, do the Paranormal Hour from now on. Yeah, yeah, I'm totally cool with that. I've, I've read stuff. I got books of stuff. And like I said, it's that whole, one of my, not I don't know, heroes, but idols that I've had. Um, Harry Houdini was a big fan. Where mm. He was like, um, he worked really hard to discredit mediums. 
but because like to not necessarily like he believed them, but he was like he wanted it to be real. Mm-hmm. Like he, he basically mm-hmm. told his wife like uh, some kind of secret message, and he says, you know, once when I die, I'll come back and or. If, and so basically when he died his wife went to like every medium she could find and nobody could give her that that phrase or that, that mm, whatever mm-hmm, so mm-hmm. he was actually like he's not saying like this is bs and i'm gonna prove it he was like let's see how mm, really yeah. this is yeah and so he had a goes. bunch of people <laughs> that trying to get the fame or whatever so that's kind of mm. so she was never able to to reconnect with him you know that always stuff always fast oh yeah that's what i was gonna say that the whole idea of not knowing they're dead that's probably why, like, The Sixth Sense is almost like a documentary, mm-hmm, you know? Mm-hmm. It's funny how, like, more real... It, it's kind it's, of like that, yeah. Oh, man, that's a great movie. Sixth Sense. Uh, I, I never saw that movie, but I know I know the twist at the end. Spoiler <laughs> it. Uh, Bruce Willis was dead the whole time. Ooh. <gasps> Just like a, wasn't the kid dead, too? No, he wasn't dead. Oh. Come on. Dead kids on this show? No, thank you, ma'am. <laughs> so, a one-minute mark. Exactly. This is Tony Shava, your jive-ass alien, with his co-host, The Spooky... It's Beth the Supreme Deity. Or Beth the Spooky Deity. Ah, oh, man. I See, I ruined... I'm, I'm, hold on. I'm going to edit out my saying spooky because that ruins it. Yeah, yeah. Beth, Beth, the, Beth spooky. the Spooky Deity. Nice. Uh, <laughs> signing off. Taking off on the mothership. Bye-bye. Toodles.